listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This, some of you may have guessed, some of you may have already switched off, is Frank Skinner on Absolute <laughs> Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. If you'd like to text the show, and I advise it, it can be fun. Yeah. We're on 8, 12, 15. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter if you're a, something of a modernist. Um, we, we're, uh, our thing, what is it, our handle? Yeah. Yeah, go for handle, nice is and at, CB and modern. It's uh, at Frank on the radio. And you can email us. I mean, let's do it. Um, via the Absolute Radio we- radio website. Radio website. Radio, I quite like. Mm-hmm. I prefer, in fact. You could bring out a radio station called Radio. Yeah. Um, which yeah. Um, What's the theme? featured the characters from Who's Who <laughs> um, hosting their own shows. Radio Hoo Hoo. Yeah, I, I like it. It's yeah. better than Gargo. I was in the... <laughs> I was in a, a car this morning being brought here. Yeah. And it's a lovely time of the morning. You're in one of the world's great cities. There's mm-hmm. lots of people carrying oh, plastic fun. containers in and out of shops as the day begins yeah. for London. It's like who will buy in Oliver Twist. It is, mm. exactly. And uh, with an element of young boy for sale. Mm. Well, there's um, the occasional person going home from night before. Well, exactly. See them. Yeah. You do see those. Um, Terrible, terrible dregs. And oh, we, we've all been one of those people <laughs> at some point in our Indeed. lives. But anyway, the drivers, the driver, I'd, I'd got in the car at, at my house, obviously, which one does traditionally when uh-huh. getting a car into work. And uh, we'd been in the car for some 25 minutes with not a word spoken between us other than uh, Golden Square. Yes. So we'd oh. sat in complete silence. Is it like the last stages of a bad relationship? It was a mm. bit... I've, I've had many a journey with my partner like that, <laughs> but at least it's had, it's had some sort of context. <laughs> it's a bit early in the morning for Bants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just sit in there, and finally he spoke, and he said, uh, so you're not on television anymore like you used to be. Oh. oh why don't they train these people? And, oh, uh, it's better when he wasn't speaking. <laughs> and I said, um, no, my career is in decline thinking I'll throw a hand grenade into the conversation. I mean, another one. Why I did he travel. say that? So I said, no, my career's in decline, and he went, ah. Oh. <laughs> so perfectly for, normal. Thanks thing. for clearing that up. And I said, well, anyway, thanks for reminding me. And he said, no, no, it's only because, you know, I'm a fan of yours and I miss, <clears throat> I miss you. <laughs> oh, he misses you? Yeah. Well, he can tune in to Room 101, the portrait show. I mean, come on. I didn't want to start listing my CV. Just, maybe it, lined it, him up for bringing you in every Saturday. That cheery presence. It was, was the, <laughs> it was the worst possible start to the day. Well, not the worst possible start. That'd no. be, I well, I think it's... I think of eight things worse. You know what's all, happened, yeah. Frank? He's looked at that salaries list and you you're not on it. Well, oh, that's yeah. it. He's probably has written me off, and that's fair yeah. enough. Um, but he wasn't on it either, to be fair. Yeah. Um, a national I, treasure, for goodness sake. And then I got into um, Absolute Radio. The first studio I passed, the presenter was standing up. Um. And I thought, I'm, I've just... I've lo- I'm not part of this world anymore. That's what I thought. No, you are. Standing up. I want you to feel welcome here. You're definitely welcome here. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, good. Well, anyway, that's got that out of the way. I feel it's better of the now. New standing desks. Well, none of us want to stand up. I went to a Chemical Brothers gig and I took a chair with me. <laughs> I remember sake. that. Do you yeah, remember that? that I took very... a stool with me. A friend of mine was involved in it, and I said, "I'll go if I can have a stool." 
and I had a stool provided for me. I'm amazed you were let in with your own chair. Or, or did you take the chair? Were you given it No, there? the chair was provided oh, for me. Oh, I, was, I had oh, an image of a shooting <laughs> stick. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I went to see... Um, what was the one with Pauline Black? It called something like... The Selector. Was it The Selector? Yes, yeah. I believe so. I went and thought that they were on with another punk band at, um, at Birmingham Odeon. And John Cooper Clark, the punk poet, oh, yeah. and I remember I had I, I bought myself an ice cream. It always it just seemed wrong. There was all sorts of you know violence and anarchy going mm. on. Right, and well, I was you just, are with a lolly. I did that thing where you break the end <laughs> off a cornic, cornic and make a little cornic. <laughs> oh, the Sylvanian family's ice cream. Oh yeah, do, oh, do kids that. still do that? Well, I like no, it. They did the computer version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It makes me... That's what it makes me do. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went um, went out with um, Emily Dean, Alice, uh, this week. Oh, did you? I had one of the nights of my life last weekend. Oh, what a night. Uh, Yeah, late September... No, early July... And we went to... um, (laughs) We had everything, Frank. We went to see some uh, pugilistica. Oh, did you? It had a bit of testosterone. A lot of testosterone. A lot of testosterone. A lot of of some 80 celebrity, some 2017 celebrity, some TOWIE stars. Really? Yeah, it it was... um, but, but most of all, there was boxing. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was boxing. I I picked up on that. So we went to see um, Chris Eubank Jr. Excellent. Fighting. Now, I I saw his um, dad... Fight life three times, so it's wow. interesting then watching the child. In yeah, there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was it was fabulous. Now I know there'll be people listening to this who disapprove of boxing, but there'll be people listening to this who disapprove of everything because disapproving is, I would say, <laughs> the new version of the ice bucket challenge. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's disapproving, and if you're not disapproving of anything, you must be some sort of slob. Yeah, you're yeah. not living. So I'm sorry, but um, I'll try not to do a whole show of things that you personally disapprove of. But um, well, I can't promise anything. I mean, it, it might make a fine text in. <laughs> what do you personally disapprove of? Oh, yeah, but everyone... I got I got very into it. Al was boxing. I've got on record as saying, you know, those people that don't split the. You know when you buy a new suit and it's got those threads that hold Oh, they the... don't take it off? Oh, my God, I strongly disapprove of <laughs> that. Which thread what's is that? that? Problem? The one on the pleats, the Ow. back Ow. flap. Oh, Ow. yeah. He's just said, which thread is that? That means he's one of them. No, yeah, because probably. there's many threads. Oh, your tailor does it. Oh, yeah, the things that wind me up is uh, the stitch pockets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The stitch pockets. You know are... when you're out in a new thing, you just you just go to put your yeah. um, over-60s travel card into the breast pocket, <laughs> and it's still stitched, and it ends up just sitting there, like, oh, like yeah. the Mad Hatter's um, hat band. You get that as a lady with the vent at the back of the skirt. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which turns it into more of a pencil skirt. Do you understand Vent what I'm saying? Back of the skirt. This is going to be a Ray Allen <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over at Wembley Arena. Yes. Oh, yeah, the pugilism. I so, loved it. I mean, I got very into it, Frank, didn't I? Well, I was can, can I say, I mean, is, I, I've, I've seen quite a bit of live boxing. It's, it is, it's, it's more male than me. I don't know that it is yeah. more male than Emily, if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's um, quite male in, in a female kind of a way. Oh, I like that. Um, but I, I knew that my 
maleness and testosterone wasn't quite up before we got in there when the security man <laughs> seriously threatened to confiscate my horse mentholiptus lozenges that I had Did in my he? pocket. Yeah. Well, they told us initially to go over to the ITV welcome window, didn't uh, they? Oh, yes. <laughs> and, oh, dear. But we were worried because there were a lot of knockbacks going on, Frank. Right. Yeah, a lot of people window. not saying, so no, so no tickets here for you. I thought, oh no. A lot of men with squash uh-huh. noses saying, I know Terry. No, I think right. they were just looking through the perspex. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, uh, but it, it was smooth. Getting the tickets was smooth. In the end, I mean, Frank briefly rechristened it the ITV cold and indifferent window, <laughs> but it was fine <laughs> in know, the end. Not, they were lovely with us, I must oh, say. Oh, they treated well, us good. like queens. But, I mean, to have your, your Hall's Mentholiptus lozenges <laughs> actually held up and shown to another security bloke, so, Steve, <laughs> these are OK. I thought they're Hall's Mentholiptus lozenges. What am I going to do with them? He might have been asking... What am I going to clear Chris Eubank's head <laughs> he illegally? <laughs> He, he might have been asking if Steve thinks that there's a superior product available. No, I don't. Steve, I, are these okay? I well, actually, I prefer tunes, but... I think he's just offering opinions, I think. Yeah, yeah. He thought I was going to use them as missiles. <laughs> <laughs> and that, Did he think I was going to send the whole packet or individually um, wing them across? <laughs> Unwrapping them for, for a greater aerodynamic. Yeah. I imagine they'd leave a vapour trail. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it when you got the halls out. It was something very comforting at the end of a particularly gruesome seventh round. Frank just went, <laughs> yeah. halls out. <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, Frank, why not? Yeah, it's, it was... Um, it was and we fun. ate the halls. They're Whilst lovely. the men beat each other. Look, I'm not. I'm not doing any advertising here. I just, you know, when you get to my age, you're gonna, you're gonna get <laughs> something about your sinuses. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Oh, Frank, I couldn't believe how popular he was with the boxing community. Oh well. He went down well with this demographic. I'm not commenting on this. It was, <laughs> it was a nice. It was a nice. You got stopped a lot. Put Frank. your arm round. I did shake. a lot of. Um, shall I take the? You know the cell the picture. Yeah, yeah, nice. There was a lot of um, me shaking hands with men with much bigger hands. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. There were twelve o'clock handshakes. The big hand was on the little hand. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So at the boxing match, Chris Eubank Jr. versus Colonel Abrahams, I believe it was. Next, next gen. Yeah, next gen. They mm-hmm. say uh, next gen on the backs of their shirts because he's the next generation. Oh, yeah. So what Chris Eubank has done is he's really let his son, you know, carve out his own future, <coughs> stand on his <laughs> own two feet. He didn't want him to do it, did he? He told him not he didn't, to. No. He forbid it, and then the son begged. There's some good footage of the son's at, like, some 13. Mm. 13 saying in the house, like, I don't see why I'm not allowed to. I want to be a boxer. <laughs> well, I thought he looked great. He's rather yeah, good he at it. very good at it. But what was something of an eye-opener, which Frank was very... Something and of there, an was old a few, there was a few eye-closers <laughs> on oh, the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Did they do that little was, uh, cutting thing, like, on Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> Chris is in the, uh, in the corner, isn't he, Frank? Oh, yeah. But what was that even eye-opener? It's the amount of shuffling and moving around that goes on with the tickets, with the audience. Oh, I thought you meant the footwork then. No. <laughs> the boxing. It was like the computers had gone wrong at EasyJet. Oh, People right. couldn't decide which seat they were in. Well, they can decide. I mean, oh, I, OK, so what I happens? I have never been to a football match, where, or to, boxing. A, to a boxing match where people sit in their own seats. Right. Yeah. What is it? Because people are so big and strong 
that they just sit where they like. <laughs> and then people like me have to go up to men who look like, let's put it this way, men who look like they could kill again. <laughs> <laughs> and say, excuse me, I think you're in my seat, which is a tense yeah. business. I mean, we were up and down. At one point, Frank was called upon as some sort of moral arbiter. The oh, man yeah. said, People Frank, were showing me their tickets to say, what do you think? <laughs> what do like, you think? King, like King Solomon. <laughs> Someone said, Frank, what do you think? In a sort of final act of desperation. Judge Rinder or Grinder or whatever his and, name is. And Frank dispensed his justice. And then uh, and then Rob Beckett came and sat behind us. Did he? Will no one read me of this <laughs> troublesome priest? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was saying, I was Which talking. Which Frank said at the boxing match. Of course. So I was talking to him about the seats f- phenomenon and... Um, in a sort of the way stand-ups talk to each other, yeah. in a stand-up kind of a way. I already sense yeah. what happened here. And he was on about when um, he, we, we were at the Brits and we were on a, a table um, so near the back that you could smell those, like... That, you know those pineapple chunks you get in New Rhinals? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. We could smell those <laughs> we were so far at the back. And I leaned across and said to him, you know, I was hosting this eight years ago. <laughs> Just as uh, the driver has had me this morning will enjoy that anecdote. <laughs> and um, anyway, we were chatting away and then two blokes come up and, and, and Rob was in the wrong seat. So he had to go and move way back and just as he left his seat I managed to call up by the way Rob when when did you host this yeah but um it was it was lovely to see him I wish he'd stayed but what can you say I wish he'd stayed I enjoyed his presence I felt calm with him there I'll tell you what was good as well is before in the uh, VIP bar before yeah we went VIP we met Lee Selby's nutritionist Lee Selby was one of the boxers Oh, yes. Frank and that nutritionist. I mean, they were getting oh. on like a house on fire. What I like about You talked about to him about your regime. <laughs> oh, I'm, um, I, I don't think I mentioned my regime. Fruits, vegetables and halls, menthols, sweets. And, <laughs> said, and a pork pie. He All said right. to me, if you ever need a nutritionist, I just lifted up my shirt and said, what do you think? Did what about you? that? Ow. Good for you. He genuinely did do oh, that. good for you. Yeah. Good for you. He did that. And uh, he vomited into a pint of <laughs> <laughs> And then said, uh, what, whatever happened to Ben Kingsley? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I tell you what, because we'd met Lee Selby's nutritionist, yeah. when Lee Selby got it, we were all, come on, Lee! You know, you know, you have some weird reasons yeah, yeah. for backing I've people. never felt so passionate in my life. Oh, I was screaming the house down. And could there be a more middle-class reason than when you're saying, I've, I've met his nutritionist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and how was your coaching? Were you doing any of that stuff? Were you shouting from the... Uh, oh, I was shouting loudly, wasn't I, Frank? Bob and Weave, or were you what shouting, about hit when... him, just crack him? Well, I was that relieved sort of I didn't stuff. let Frank down, because he did, yeah, I was more hit him. Frank knew all the technical jargon. Wallop but him! Frank did say at one point, do you know what a southpaw is? <laughs> and thank <laughs> heavens I did. Oh, good. What about when we saw Arge, Frank? Oh, yes, Arge. Arge I said, Frank, it's Arge. Arge. Arge was there. No, I don't... We, we haven't is had... Is that much... where he's been all the time? He's <laughs> <laughs> been watching boxing. Can I say, we haven't had much breaking news on this radio show <laughs> over nine years, but when Arge went missing... <laughs> this is Arge, in case you don't know, Arge from... Um, what Only was he from? The Only Way Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When he, he was actually found on the morning of the show, and oh. I announced on air that he'd been, uh, he'd been um, <laughs> I, found. I again. believe how well. you announced it was Arge once was lost, but now is found. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, yes, and but there he was. He, he'd been. Re- he was in a 
<laughs> he was in a jumper, I think, wasn't he? I think he was having a confusing time in his life. Oh, what, that no, weekend? Not, not on Saturday <laughs> night. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sa- well, he's got the recently thin, which is, I'm going to get some clothes out. Oh, has he? He had the cardi. Well, I, I wouldn't knock him for that. Oh, no, I thought it was great. He looked good. Yeah, I'm just was... part of our gang now, Frank. If well, we're going I'm, to the I'm not, not going to go as far as to say that. <laughs> Arge was part of one of the most awful pieces of television I ever saw, where <laughs> on the only way is Essex had a pop quiz, <laughs> and none of them got any answers right at all. Yeah, which is fine. I, you know, that's not their fault. Um, in a way. <laughs> but um, they celebrated the fact that it was oh, like... Right, yeah. Oh, celebrate was, the ignorance. tremendous celebration yeah. of ignorance. And I can't... I'm sorry, I can't cope with that. I didn't mention it to him on the night. No. He didn't get close Well, enough. no, he was sort of a kingly figure, wandering was through... He? Oh, the crowd loved him. He thanks. didn't get close. He was, he yeah. I would say he went down better than I did. <laughs> oh, no. He did, and Hence that's, the, that's uh, what's gone wrong with entertainment. Here. Really? I remember Chris Eubank, funnily enough, said that to me once at the premiere. Don't you find it annoying that the people <laughs> from Big Brother seem to get more attention than people like yourself with obvious talent? He said to me. And I've loved that man ever since. <laughs> it was good to see him in the ring. Yeah. Carefully unfolding the Union Jack at one point, which I took photos well, really of. careful, like he'd ironed it. Oh, he he's, a metic- he's a very careful yeah. man. Meticulous man. I think, he put, um, I think he put a monocle on to make sure the corners, corners were aligned. <laughs> Is that what that's for? I've often oh, wondered. Just like Mr Planter. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I should say, we were in the third row at the boxing. Oh, nice. I was glad I'd gone top shop, because you can get um, covered in um, blood oh, I and see. stuff. So you didn't wear one of your best suits? Yeah. No. With, the, with all the stitches still in the pocket? No, no. He looked very rat pack though. Did he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, a nice liked. photo, no filter needed. What about this for a text in? What about um, obscure reasons for supporting someone in any sort of contest? (laughs) (laughs) I.e., I've met his nutritionist. Yeah, yeah. And he was a very nice man. I always think one of the main reasons I voted Labour my whole life is in 1978. (laughs) I I went down on a student march to London from Birmingham and we went to Number 10 Downing Street and um, James Callaghan got out of a car, the current Prime Minister, and waved at me. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I thought, that's me then. That's me sorted. Yeah. It says you have to I choose every that. time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Switch that oh, bit of your God. brain off and Think use of it for time other stuff. I've, I've saved when I could have, I'd have had to have read Manifesto. Oh. Just one way. Just that wave did it. Yeah. Plenty. See, that's, just remember that in life, a little bit of common friendliness. We do every now and again give out a life hack. There you go. Just yeah. pick a team. It's the Vote gift. for them forever. The gift that keeps on giving, I must say. 159 has got in touch with the whatever happened to. Oh, yeah. Frank, Emily and Alan, whatever happened to computer screensavers? Used mm. to see them all different through our offices. Not anymore. Yeah. I've got one. Have you? It's actually got me on. Is that acceptable? Of course acceptable? it is. I wouldn't even say don't, it's... Don't people think, use them anymore? I think it is acceptable no. and also somewhat predictable. <laughs> Yours, that's you on it. I'm sorry. Why? Why do you <laughs> say that? No, but why? Why? Which picture of you is it? <laughs> um, it's me on stage, um, surrounded by thousands of adoring yeah. fans. OK. It's a, it's a walk down memory lane. Haven't you also got a cushion of your own face? I am. <laughs> 
Which is one of my, got an oil painting. One of my favourite facts about you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two oil paintings of me. That was a comedy a, awards prop. And a collage of me. Have you? Up, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I love that word. I've got a collage. <laughs> Did I mention that? Yes. It's virtually papier-mâché in the 2D. Can you get 2D papier-mâché? Ooh. Oh, I see what you mean. I think, didn't we have that as a, a whatever happened to once? Papier yeah. mache. They don't do it like they used to. They don't cover the balloon to make two no. masks. Oh, I used to oh. love not that. One, not one mask. No, you can two. Get two masks. Yeah. Literally double bubble if uh, you count the balloon as a bubble. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. Thank you. Um, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I too I had, love sentences. Um, I was... Uh, I was with um, Next Gen in, uh, in uh, as I'm now going to call Boz, I think. All right. Yeah, Frank says he's going to say that about Boz. Oh, I think I you should get you a meant, T-shirt printed. I thought you meant Chris Eubank Jr. No, I second, wasn't with but... him. Um, though, I'll tell you something about him. He looks like he might be a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. He did a few sort of comedy looks and that. Mid-fight. Oh, good. He was. He's. I mean, he's not an obscure crush. But he's up there with Vince Cable for me now. Is he? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all over that boy. Well, speaking of... Uh, the, the, the opponent was a bloke called Arthur Abraham, who's, a, a, mm-hmm. who's as hard... I think you could have hit him with a baseball bat and he'd have kept coming forward. Yeah. But he fought mm. with his arms either side of his oh, head okay. for well, the whole thing. Can I tell you what I like? Frank went over to me and he said, that's a very ugly way of fighting him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it looked like Eubank was trying to punch a man who was in a lift. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get one in just before the doors closed. <laughs> it was like that all night. But... Um, what was I? Uh, what on earth was Buzz, I talking, talking about? Next oh, yeah. gen. So we're in. I'm in the car. Um, with, you know, it was um, it was an Uber. I'll be straight with you. And you're with mm-hmm. Next Gen. And the guy said to me, "So um, does he know all the words to your song off by heart?" Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, "No, I haven't really told him about it yet." And I thought, I thought I'll save the song until he's got a bit more understanding. It'd be quite mm. a big moment. Yeah. Next thing I know, the bloke's put it on. Oh. <laughs> So oh. that's that. That's that special moment in our lives. <laughs> Gone. So, do you remember the first time you? Yeah, I was in an Uber. Some bloke I don't know put it on just out of the blue, you know, proper. Oh, Frank. So that was lovely. What wow. did you say? Anything? Or did you feel well? I can't. Well, as it turned out, he wasn't that fussed about it. He wasn't that. Did bothered. he recognise your voice? Well, I just wanted it to stop now because the whole thing yeah. had been spoiled. That's one undermined. thing that the Uber review hasn't. Um, Hasn't got a button no, for it. No, we don't got that. No, you know when it says how could we improve, and it's mm. like driving professionally. It doesn't say there's no pre- crashing insens- insensitivity, does it? No, there's, like, there's, there's don't no, play uh, my material. Preempting parental golden moments <laughs> <laughs> section. I just sat there. I just could, I couldn't speak. Well, oh. I spoke once. And what did you say? That was to tell um, Boz that that wasn't me singing. Right. On Dave's verse. Yeah. Did he I recognize... didn't want any confusion about that. <laughs> if I'd have let him think that was basic, and I might have got up the next morning, there was just a note. <laughs> He'd gone. <laughs> 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 this is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We've had a few answers to questions that we've already raised. Okay. Um, We've got a very important thing to raise this morning. I Do we? Point out. Yes, I think it's uh, so maybe a mistake that Alan Cochran has made on air oh. previously. Oh, God. Which he thought I'd forgotten. 
no way, Joe Say, as they say at the Man United board. Do, do you want to do that now? I feel like you want to do that now, and then we can Come return to the text. Let's, that I was okay. let's do. be Avenue. We on, need then. a twelfth man down Where does the policeman live? Do you remember that joke? <laughs> Where the policeman live? Let's be Avenue. <laughs> oh, nice. I like oh, that. That's a fabulous. Mine old was gag. Mordelia. Oh, do you remember oh, yeah, the years I do, yeah. Let's be <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go on then. So, yeah. So. Alan was bragging this morning <gasps> oh. that he'd been thanked by one of our readers yeah. um, because he'd explained when you see something, an extract like, say it's from someone's letter or something and they've misspelled a word, um, they put sick in um, brackets yeah. afterwards. Mm. And, um, and Alan had pointed out that that meant spelling Spelled incorrectly, yeah. It's, it's an mm. abbreviation of spelling yeah. incorrectly. And someone had written to Alan... Have they written to you? No, they texted in the show saying, oh, I've always wondered what that was yeah. about. Yeah, and, and th- with genuine gratitude. Yeah. And I said... <laughs> I said <laughs> and I said, being an honest type of a guy, I said, well, I've got to be being straight... Being an honest type <laughs> of a guy, that is <laughs> so you. I said, I've got, to, I've got to be straight with you. I always thought it was, it was a Latin, because it's a Latin word. <laughs> and so I thought it was a Latin term. So what a fool I was. In fact, I placed myself in what an idiot's Venn diagram that I'd put with... Um, and I tried to make you feel better momentarily. I said, you could be right. And no, you said, no, 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 I was, no, no. No, I wanted to fess up because I'd just pointed out that, um, that Lizzie and Sarah, who um, are working on the show today, I, I had dismissed... This, I think the word I used was idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Because, because they didn't know that AKA stood for also known as. Yeah. You know those people now that have stopped in their kitchen, whatever they're doing, are going, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, anyway. Um, I might just so, say there's plenty of stuff that I don't know as well. So I said, that's three of us. And I said, fair enough. Yeah, of course. I said, there's three of us here. We've all made fools of ourselves this morning. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Alan, Mine wasn't in the Alan studio. Uh, agreed with me. He did, did I, agree. Did I quietly and then, agree? And then Emily looked up um, this <laughs> thing. She looked up. And uh, hold on <laughs> a minute. She found space. And, uh... <laughs> so what does it actually mean, Em? It means, in Latin, and I was Googling, oh God, in a sort of Latin. slightly creepy, horrible, yeah, boss, you tell her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like the oh, bully's apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boss, let's <laughs> prove him wrong. <laughs> Horrible character I became. Uh, sick, with square brackets usually. Oh, yeah. Is an abbreviation of sick erat scriptum, which is Latin for thus it had been written. Oh, yeah. There you go. Let's clear that up. <laughs> I think what I love most yeah. is the way Frank says with faux humility, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, how many um, texts am I going to get saying, you know, I've always wondered um, what that meant? <laughs> anyway, yeah, boss. Anyway, it was a lovely moment. We've got to get this in now because Al will be off to Edinburgh soon, <laughs> and he'll yeah. be uncorrected for four or five. Yeah, weeks. we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want me happily yeah. living my life. Uncorrected. Oh, I feel like I have tipex running through my veins. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Correcting, and fluid. I feel like some sort of Sean Spicer figure. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a bully's next gen. I really. (laughs) (laughs) This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
we had uh, we had a text. Whatever, I'm moving on. We had a, whatever <laughs> happened to computer screen servers? We've uh, we've we've been furnished with an answer from the outside world. Screen yeah. servers one five three has texted. Screen servers are no longer needed as mod tech means they don't image burn and they have power saving modes these days. But it's not about needed, is oh, it? It's getting me all hot under the collar. That sort of chat. <laughs> oh. It was wasn't it a lovely thing to have a screen saver? I don't, I don't think that's. Yeah, but that why wasn't it was, why they so. had it. Frank. Isn't no, that what it was to about? Stop image no. burn. Are you telling me that people no, no longer go to wallpaper sites either? <laughs> I don't think so. What? I mean, what's happened? I think they'd be more likely to try and find I mean, an emoji only, site. Oh, do you remember when days. people were getting that? I've only been asleep for seven hours. The world has completely <laughs> changed. <laughs> Am I some sort of Rip Van Winkle figure? Uh, I've been wondering. <laughs> No, but that's weird. I, I've still got wallpaper and... Uh, well, what have you got? Yeah. Like a Japanese waterfall scene or mountains? Well, I tell you, I've, one of my <laughs> screensavers... Let's be honest, there's one or other. I've got to tell you about my laptop screensaver. Have we got oh. time to do this? I'll tell you oh, what have happened. you? OK. I'll tell you why, because um, <laughs> I, um, I was bought a Romano-British um, stylus, which is in the, um, the, the museum... I was not, not, not bought it. I was bought sponsorship of it for oh, okay. my birthday. It's a stylus in, uh, in the museum in Sirencester. And I thought, well, oh. I'll, I'll put a photo of that as my screensaver That's, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm emotionally um, attached to that stylus. Mm-hmm. So I got a photo and I cut, something went wrong with the zoom on it. And now oh. my screensaver is an enormous close-up <laughs> of a section of Romano British stylus, just all scratched and awful, awful picture, which I can no, I cannot shrink nor can I delete it. <laughs> so I've got the the most rubbish um, screensaver. I've got a sort of ant's eye view of the Roman. Um, uh, oh, yeah, but occupation Frank, of Britain. It's better than the mountain range. It's too yeah. basic it for a man it's, of your caliber. It's better than the mountain range. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you that. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215, that would be good. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. Good, but not as good as texting us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I have no view on that. <laughs> is that plead the fifth or something? Yeah, I plead is the that, fifth. Is that what they say? We've had people texting their wallpapers... Yeah. I mean, not, you know, the stuff that around them on the walls, obviously. But not being specific enough. Come on, tell us what they actually are. I like Daniel Skipsy says, I love my screensavers and wallpapers. I've set my wallpaper so it changes to a different picture every 10 minutes. Oh, no, you've got to give. We need details. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you who's provided detail. (laughs) I'll tell you who's provided detail. Mark from Grays. My screensaver is of the good ship Ross Revenge in all her glory with the 300 foot mast in the North Sea. That's the kind of detail that we're after, isn't it? Good old Ross Revenge. One of my favourite good ships. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I know many good ships. Was well, um, there originally a Ross, and then oh yeah, something happened to that, and then there was a Ross. Maybe, um, yeah. and we've had a text just in um, from Double O Five. Not oh, yeah. oh. not the uh, next door though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. close to he being. Hasn't a... got the, uh, he hasn't got the license to kill. I wonder no. if he uses my cleaner as well as she's in, <laughs> as she's in next door's house. Um, here's the text. Have we even mentioned Doctor Who yet? Um, I don't think we have yet. No. It was a big week for Doctor Who. It was. Obvs. It really was. Massive. So, Frank, I mean, I think you're the, the Whovian on the show. Well, There's I no was... no doubt about that. So it was, um, yes, they have announced the new Doctor Who, as I think many of you will already know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, this is not up there with announcing that art oh, just been found breaking <laughs> no, news. No, it's not breaking news, no. this, is it? And the way they did it um, was that they, uh, they had a very short and quite enigmatic video that they showed. I love the video. Obviously, the big story is that it's uh, it's uh, a female doctor. That's why everyone's got very excited about. <laughs> and um, to show what an important announcement it was, they put it on straight after the men's singles final, <laughs> yes. which, of course, is the premier game at Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, so it started off with a slight contradiction, but it was a lovely video. Glad you noticed that. Oh, was it? Because they did the slow reveal, and I loved it. She's was, running was she through the woods. Where were they, Oggs? I've done a lot of work on those boots. I thought, I've done a lot I've of analysis. Th- I thought they were Oggs. I thought it's going to be Ronnie Wood. <laughs> I had, like, all that Sky Sports equipment looking at those boots. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at it and I knew it was a woman from the clothes, obviously. Did you? Yeah, because I, I... Exactly oh, like did you. you? Yeah, I, I didn't did. know until I... I think till I saw the hand... Well, no, you see, I think they blew it with the mascara. I know oh. that's very gender normative of me, apologies. I didn't say that, yeah. No, yeah. you saw the eye before the been, reveal. Could have been guy liner. Oh, no, the, the eye. Reveal. I definitely knew it was a woman on the yeah, oh, eye. I, I actually knew down. who it was when I saw the eye. It was oh, like, did you find Oh, yeah, it was a bit like um, Question of Sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> missing persons, right? Mis- not, mi- not missing persons, I don't think. <laughs> I resorted person. to doing that on Question that of Sport. That would be great. Question <laughs> of Sport. Yeah, or they get out milk cartons. Sue Barker holds out milk cartons with people's pictures on. No, no the, in the, the rather somewhat guess. strange section of the show, we're going to do our missing persons round. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> there must be a few sports people who've gone missing and never been found again. Oh, it's yeah, got to yeah, be a sports it. person. Don't text them Not in. just no. Arge. <laughs> well, they no. come back. Maybe, the, you know, they've... There yes. might be so anyway, it, it was a bit... But you the, knew. The mood... Well, I did, You're such a big fan of broad Did you get a tip-off so from one of your friends in the... No, I tell you what, but when, when Peter... Could, when, um, PCAP? When, yeah, when PCAP was announced, um, he hadn't been mentioned at all, and then the night before, he suddenly started getting mentioned on the internet, and the same oh, thing yeah. happened with um, right? Jodie Whittaker. And Jay, I thought, Jay Witt. I think it's going to be Joe Witt, I suppose. Oh, Joe, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you say J-Lo, but I'll let you have uh, Joe Witt. But, but yeah. I think um, it was very Scottish Widows, the, uh, right, the yes. trailer was. <laughs> and I thought that's quite apt because it's like the death of the Scottish, the last Scottish doctor. So she is a oh, sort yeah. of a Scottish widow in a way. Got you. You I, see? I hope that's nice. going to be her look because I love Ooh, the hoodie I like, with I the... Like... Um, the slightly Nikita overcoat. To me, it looked like um, one of the hoodies that um, Capaldi had worn. Oh. Yeah. Um, of course. Because well, you always get a lovely transition moment with a new Doctor Who, where they, at first they're wearing the last one's outfit, because, of course, they've just oh, turned yeah. into Ah, them. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get their own clobber, basically. Which is going to be interesting if the next Doctor after her is a man. So course. does he wear a coat Could like a that, Peacap? If I thought I was going to regenerate and ask Jodie Whittaker, I'd put on the most floral, <laughs> girly outfit I could find. So the next Doctor Who 
who could be played by some burly six foot. Could be. I don't think so. I don't think there'll ever be another male Doctor Who. Really? Don't you? Would it be? No, be it'll go sexist. back and forth now, I think. Do you think? Be, yeah. Mm. Or, or maybe they'll try and balance it out. It'll just be women until it's the same... So, like, 13 women in a row now. But it is, the, it is always the way with Doctor Who that you get to really know and love them and then they mm. change into a completely different person. I find it's very good practice for relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. So, yes, we were just talking about... I mean, one thing I hope... I hope it's not just a, a cost-cutting exercise by the BBC. Whoa, what on earth could you mean by that? Well, yeah. I mean, that would be the worst possible reason, wouldn't it? I, I well, think... we know what PCAT was on, and it, you know... I'll put it this way, it was a lot say... of dance art less than Nick Knowles. I know. Is I, it? I, I have... I mean, let's... And Felty. We'll probably talk about this after, but when people were shocked about the discrepancy between men and women, I, I understand that, but... The discrepancy between some very average people <laughs> and Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Yes, I thought... I agree. Peter Capaldi's like... I'm not going to name them, but X is getting more I money am. than one of the <clears throat> great Doctor Who's yeah. ever. I think... I mean, I'm no Whovian, but I think that's an outrage. Thank you. Yeah, boss. Although I will say this. Like, when it comes to the haggling for... Jodie Whittaker, who's just got the job. Mm. The BBC are now in a very strong position because before that, like when it was Peter Capaldi, they were going, "Okay, well we'll pay you this much because you're mm. the guy that we've chosen." But now they've literally doubled the amount of actors that could do that job, so they could go. Hey, do you not realise like <laughs> market forces are at work here? There's now uh, double the whole of the acting population can play this sorts. role. So yeah. if you don't like it, you can walk. You know that kind of thing. Surely yeah. they could get her for minimum wage with a bit of aggression in the uh, deal-making. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're probably right. By the way, can I say that when I was... Um, I actually ran home. I physically ran home to <laughs> oh, get to back in it. time. Did oh, you? good. And I caught the, I caught the, the aftermath of the men's uh, singles final. And, mm. and Kate and William were there. Yes. And now, you know, every time I take money out of the bank, I have to sing Got Brass in, in Pocket <laughs> every time I take from a cash point. Every time I see Kate and William now, I've found I have to say out loud, mm. he did well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have to say it. Because he did, one, though. There was a time, do you remember we talked once on the show about mm. those three months when he was really handsome? Frank said he looked like a Disney three prince months. briefly. He did, he did look like a Disney prince. <laughs> And then um, it was like the magic potion wore off. I think that must have been a chrysalis, a very good-looking <laughs> chrysalis he went into. Well, Frank did point out that on the wedding day, it just... What did you say? It took off about 17% when he took the hat off. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's oh. Uh, harsh, though. I know. Bless. Anyway, so I... Um... So you sprinted home for the announcement, yeah. and then you saw it. And did you did you have Kat the said response? to me just before it happened, who do you think it's going to be? And I said, Jodie Whittaker. Because, wow. because she'd appeared the night before. Yeah, oh, because, you, because... Oh, you yeah. must have felt good that you got it right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had no I'll tell you something, though. I was at... You might um, have secretly rewound it on the Sky Plus and Kath thought that well, it was, I was a... live. I think... <laughs> now, yes. here's the thing. I, I went to the opening of a, a, a big posh hotel called The Ned. I believe with, I was with, with Emily you. With Emily Dean. Mm. And um, unless I'm very much mistaken, I, I was being... Um, taken away somewhere and Jodie Whittaker came in 
Oh. And to me, to me then, she was like, you know, bereaved mom. Oh, yeah. From... Um, Broadchurch. Yeah, Beth. Oh, yeah. From Broadchurch. So I really, as you know, I was a very late adopter of um, Broadchurch, <laughs> but an enormous fan but of a it. big fan. Yeah, so yeah. I was very keen to go over it. And I looked across at her and she looked at me and, and she did gave you... me a lovely warm smile. Did she? And I wonder if she thought, if only you knew you're walking away from the next Doctor Who, you <laughs> loser. <laughs> you loser! <laughs> Oh, she could get a lot of revenge in now, couldn't she? She's known since January. Now, if I was her, I would have gone to every showbiz do (laughs) I could have, hoping that people would be a bit indifferent and off with me. So I could then, I could have a bit of a Ross's revenge (laughs) and 12-foot mast (laughs) moment. (laughs) When, um... 300, I think. Yeah, that's a great moment for her, isn't it? Yeah. So I I, I I feel I've slightly missed out on the, oh, wow, it's a female Doctor Who. I just think new Doctor Who, always really exciting. I've loved yeah. everyone that's ever been Doctor Who. Good. I doubt this will be any different. I um, just think and also, new Doctor Who won't watch it. <laughs> but, um, Fair enough. I love your passion for it. Yeah. And, um, you know, she seems a nice, nice but lady. I, but can I say one thing? Yeah. The video that's been everywhere of the little girl celebrating the fact that it's oh, a girl... Oh, I saw that. ...is definitely a fake. Do you think so? In my opinion. Do you think? Why? I think the mums thought, oh, this will look great. This will get us lots of likes. We'll go viral. We'll play the PC card. Nice and easy. <laughs> PC card. Oh, PC come on, card. When I started... listening to Gaunty. When I started in stand-up, right, people used to... If the, if the gig wasn't going very well, they'd say something very <laughs> abusive about Margaret Thatcher and get a round of applause. <laughs> now, I hated Margaret Thatcher at the time and she'd done more damage probably to my own area than she had to down here, but... You wouldn't I thought, go there. I don't want that laugh. I don't want that no. applause. No. Too easy. Yeah. And that's what I think. Mm. We'll see how it goes if the next Doctor Who is male and I um, <laughs> I publish a video of Boz going, thank God, it's <laughs> a man again. <laughs> there might be a few of those. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So... We're talking about Whittaker. Um, well, can I make that clear? I've heard a lot of people calling her Jodie this week. Now, you don't do that with Doctor Who's. Doctor Who's, it's like public school. They're all called, even the one, I love all oh, of really? them. Oh, really? But you still say, yeah, well, of course, when, when McGann was... Uh, right. Well, what about if they're close personal friends of your parents? It gets complicated. Well, I think when you speak of them in the context of Doctor okay. Who, you still have to just use their surname. Okay. Unless okay. it's Tom and the Colin Baker and you're... Distinguishing. Mm-hmm. And are we going to discuss the, uh, I think, a very tiny, tiny minority of, uh, shall we say, Whovians or internet warriors who have used phrases like political correctness gone mad? Well, there was a couple uh, of. Um, the Daleks. <laughs> 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 the Daleks. Political Dalek. correctness gone mad. <laughs> 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 Do you think that's what it is? Like they've got a rule. <laughs> we can't shoot a lady. <laughs> We're going to hell in a handcart. <laughs> <laughs> taking all our jobs. <laughs> you know, um, there were a couple of things on the internet, uh, you know, TARDISes embedded in buildings saying women drivers. Oh, were well, there? I'll I saw a few of those. I I'll found it quite something. funny, I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you something. There's been like, there used to be like a running joke in Doctor Who, and still sort of ongoing, that the Doctor d- can't quite drive the TARDIS, that he actually stole a faulty TARDIS, so he right. often ends up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh. I don't know if they'll be able to use those no. jokes no. anymore. 
I hope not. About a lady. She might be really good at driving so, the car. The fifth the doctor, Frank. I don't think she will be good. I think she'll need the help of an elderly engineer <laughs> who can assist her with the uh, maintenance. Whoa. Oh. Spoiler alert, perhaps. <laughs> can you no. imagine if you got the call up? I don't think great. that's going to happen. I worry I'd lose you. Yeah. I've got you just what I want, yeah. you boss. <laughs> Am now, I Frank, the fifth you? doctor who you'll be familiar with. Fifth, I, I once got an email from Peter Davison <laughs> that, that was signed Doctor Number Five. <laughs> Excellent. Which I did like. I like your world as Doctor Number Five and mine is Chanel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he was not. We're a f- both pleading the fifth. <laughs> oh, Very good. Lovely Come on. Trebon. That's he... what he should have done, played in the fifth. <laughs> Peter yes, Davis. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't, unfortunately. No. And he was quite outspoken. He He's... said, if I feel any doubts, it's the loss of a role model for boys, who I think Doctor Who is vitally important for. <laughs> what can about I... girls? No, but can I Number say... Number five. Can I say in his defence... Sure. ..that I think what he means is that a lot of the male leads in sort of action things are very guns and muscles and stuff like that. And Doctor mm-hmm. Who has always been brains and gentleness right. and understanding. So a positive role model for boys, So yeah. for boys who for years, especially when it started, were pushed into that sort of James Bond, you know, lots of lots of birds mm-hmm. and guns. And and Doctor Who was, was I suppose, for the spod kids, you know, yeah, the yeah. science yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And so I think for boys it was important. So I would, okay. say, I, I would also say... That Boz absolutely loves um, um, Rogue One and um, the the last uh, Star Wars. Oh, Next Gen, Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Both Star Wars which, Next Gen. But he loves Ray and oh, uh, Ray, brilliant. Jin in um, yeah. Rogue One. So I don't think he. I don't, I don't know if it really matters, does he? Well, can I talk about the sixth Doctor? Are you familiar with him, Colin Baker? Yes. Mm-hmm. He said... Am I? Sorry, Peter, you're talking rubbish there. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Which is a very 70s actor, which I like. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it sounds... I could hear him saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So they've had a little bit of a, a shouty screamy, but I hope they make up. But at the same time, yeah. John Barrowman, at the same event, actually came on and uh, said it was great news. And he was dressed in a sparkly TARDIS dress. <laughs> was he? <laughs> so, Excellent. Which is Barrowman absolutely in, quint- in his quintessence. <laughs> Excellent. I think. I really think it matters. All- if-, if she's good, no one will care a bit. Exactly. And, and I can't imagine. Well, I think she, she will be. be. Who's now? Who is going to be the companion? That's well, the biggie. I mean, before we get to that, I'm slightly worried that. Because I don't think, as you say, I don't think they play up the blokiness of the Doctor, do they? Like, it's not muscles and Absolutely not. firing this is guns what, and stuff. This is what I mean about the, the little girl celebrating, you know, oh, it's a girl. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a lot of people celebrating it this week because they're saying this is how liberal I am rather than just... Yeah. And yeah, but then it's I nice to like have a role it. model for the girls as well, isn't it? Yeah, but, um, I, you know... No, perhaps. <laughs> well, I, but is it just a role model for girls? I have problems with this, yeah. Well, is like, it just a role model for also, boys? No, I think... I'm going to have an argument with you and I won't go to the studio now. I think Bill, who was in the last episode, mm. and um, and Rose, Billy Piper's character, and and uh, Clara mm-hmm. were yes. all fantastic role models. Um, yeah. Anyway... It's Companions, not, though. Th- well, 
Yeah. Clara was basically found to be the main source behind I don't know. Doctor I've Who never existed. watched the well, damn thing. Well, then shut up about it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but honestly, women. What I don't want, <laughs> what I don't want to happen is for them to go from... Like not Someone's really playing. I'm overpowered here. Not you know you're on the radio. You're eating <laughs> cashews. I know I like them. <laughs> but um, you know they don't play up the blokey blokeness of of the doctor, and neither I think should they play up any girl. I hope she's not going to be a girly girly. Well, she doctor. won't be girly. No, she girly. won't be. I don't want to tune in. I don't really watch it that here much we go. anyway. Brace yourselves. <laughs> I don't want to tune in and like the the tardis before the scatter cushions and you know. I knew it. Throws. Wow. I don't want that. I, knew I, don't, it. I don't think they will do that. I think we'll be on safe ground. Oh, That's it, we got through it. Hold <laughs> <laughs> well on, hold well on, everyone. Um, it, well, it's exciting, <laughs> as it always is. When there's, yeah. a, I remember there being an enormous scandal about the fact that Christopher Eccleston had a northern accent. Yes. <laughs> so there's oh, always yeah. summit. <laughs> there's always summit, as we used to say. Every day, one thing is summit else. And Frank four oh seven says, Emily, the girls have Wonder Woman. Let the boys have their fun. <laughs> Um, well, well, what do we think? I think they may be joking. Though. Oh, okay. No. Also, <laughs> I really like Wonder Woman. So yeah. do I, especially the new one. Yeah, and I did think she looked great in the trailer. By the way, is that all right to say that? Yeah. Never really. You know, I when, think she looked great in the when trailer. When she was run down, bereaved mom, I never really noticed it. But <laughs> right. now she's Time Lord. I'm thinking, hey, yeah. come on. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, thank God this isn't live. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we've had a questione. Mm-hmm. Every time you say new Doctor Who, this is from 207, my partner says it's the new Doctor. The show is Doctor Who and the character is the Doctor. Could you clarify, Frank, I feel you are more knowledgeable in this area and would be surprised at such an error, but I also agree with her. That's from Louisa. Well, what I'm not surprised at is um, that someone has sent that in because people do make an enormous fuss about it. And I went through a long period of being quite strict about this. Mm. And when Capaldi took the job, he... um, talked of himself as Doctor Who. And I thought, you know what? I do yeah. actually think of the character of Doctor Who. Why have I let myself be constrained? In the original um, uh, credits in the early days, it used to say Doctor Who, William Hartnell, I believe. Oh, did it? And oh. also, there is an episode when they asked him who he was, and he said Doctor Who. I think he actually, on the programme... So I, is well, who his surname? Well, it's a great mystery because there's no question mark, obviously, and all. But they've oh, yeah. they've taken every opportunity they can to to use the phrase Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. In fact, Missy quite recently just started the episode by by claiming that his real name was Doctor Who and saying it about twenty times, which I must say was one of the most liberating and exciting things I've ever seen oh, on right, television. So. Just Doctor Who being said over and over and over in Doctor Who. <laughs> that's well, your that's fantasy, good. Frank. So I've decided I'm going to um, refer to the Doctor as Doctor Who because that's what I called him when I was a child. And I know when I was yeah. a child I should have put away childish things and I saw through a glass darkly, but I'm sticking with you. But thanks for your inquiry. Yeah. Good night. Excellent. <laughs> I think the same thing happens with Dr Frankenstein and Frankenstein's <clears throat> Yes, it does. And then oh, no, that is people. wrong. Though, but that is it? wrong. Yeah, but it's not, because it's now common oh. parlance. It's fine. Voice of it's controversy. Right. Just, you know, yeah, you're all... yeah, you're It's common parlance. It's like sick, Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think I'll go back to being quiet again for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so so we... we don't know who the companion is. 
No. Okay. Um, Who would you like it to be? Any offers? Well, there was. It's got to be a man. It was going to be. Do you think? Well, maybe not. Maybe I don't not. Think, if I could have anyone, 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 to be honest, mm. um, there, there was a spin off of Doctor Who recently called Class, which um, ran for a series, and I think it looks as if it'll never come back. Oh. And there was a mm. couple of characters in that who I thought were brilliant. One of whom was a sinister, slightly <laughs> dangerous character with a heart of gold, I thought. Well, not gold, but maybe bronze. Right. Called Miss Quill, who was okay. a teacher and also an alien thing. And, and I, who is that played by? Um, Ka- Catherine Kelly? I think she was a oh, soap yeah, star. Oh, yeah, she used to be in Coronation Street, Frank. Yeah, and I thought the two of those, so you have a, a, you have a companion who's a bit dodgy, who you can't oh, quite right, trust, yeah, yeah. would be really interesting. And there was another girl called, um, she's called April in that. Right. And she was played by, actually, Quite Sophie Hopkins. Quite you see, I'm going females, very different. I'm going old man. Oh, well, mm, I'm all for that. Yeah. <laughs> to balance out this political yeah. correctness gone mad. Exactly. The... I'm going old man. John McCreerick. Well, no, so... Is that what you're doing? <laughs> That'd be good balance. <laughs> to balance it out. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like a... Com- and he's got that deer stalker. He's already got a, a sort of you character's can... hat. Yeah. I like John McCreary. So she yeah. wouldn't be called the Doctor or Doctor Who. <laughs> She'd be called the Booby. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've heard from the outside world a bit... Um, Paul in Thame. Is it Thame? Thane of Cordor. No, oh, yeah. Thame with a M. T H A M E. Maybe, is he in the Thames? Maybe. Like Roland Riffron. He wrote, it can only, he didn't get to the S, he drowned. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, read his text. But Dr. Scrooge. <laughs> he had a chat show in the Thames I once. remember it well. Yeah. I feel a bit foolish, as I always thought that when young people use the expression sick, it meant that they thought it was very good. Well, that is true. Now I know it's yeah. actually Latin, I feel that the future is in much safer hands. <laughs> yeah. And that the accusation that modern education is in decline is rubbish. Perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps they could make a square bracket sign with their fingers like we do with air quotes to make it clearer. Well, you could sort of make a, a permanent yeah. one. I'm, I'm doing one. Yeah. I'm doing one now, which we'll is a put bit it of a waste on, of time. We'll put it on the social media so yeah. you're doing oh, the square brackets. The social media. We probably will. I don't it's know. It's just might. a vehicle for bullying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new catchphrase that you're working on. True, in, I, got, I got, I got, I uh, got. <laughs> someone sent me a. Um, oh no. Um, what? Email the other day, and when I opened it, it was a dead leg. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, that's it. I've, uh, I've read Paul in theme. It would be great if the street talk. If someone had the bright idea of making all the street talk Latin. Oh. It wouldn't, wouldn't that, that would be, be cool? Great, wouldn't be, it? And, and great. I, I think it could be an inn for the Catholics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which yeah. I like. The dominate like. that street. I talk. very much. Um, yeah, dominate for Biscom. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Can I? Um, <laughs> so you were about to tell us. Um, oh well, I didn't have any. I mean. I, I have to say, I was thinking an elderly gent might be nice. Oh, yeah. Because I want the elderly to be represented. But not McCreerick. I'm approaching that. Well, can I don't I, know, McCreerick's. I, I mean, I, that's thrown me, because I quite like McCreerick. Can I ask you, you a, a question about the elderly you thing? Mean? Because, to my horror, I would say 
probably eight people have said to me that their kids have stopped watching Doctor Who over the last oh, really? three series because see, they, they, they couldn't identify with an older guy oh, in the dear. lead role. Really? Yeah. Now, I mean, and I mean people, smart people with smart, you know, not really nice right. kids. Oh, we had to put up with William Hartnell, love. I love William Hartnell. <laughs> That's what I mean, these Gen Ys. No, but I think then, then we didn't mind. But I think, you know, people had had Tennant, Matt Smith, and they didn't... And now, yeah. Capaldi, I think, was... Well, obviously, he was Magnifico. Yeah. And I think it's... A, is that more Latin? But that's kind of... It's sort of... Well, I don't think no, that'll queen, ever, be, ever be anyone in their 50s ever again of any gender or race ever again. I think that's been... Oh, do you think so? What, on telly? And I, don't you think that ageism is one of the most neglected of the isms? Yes. Yeah. I think people quite take it seriously. No, oh, I so, think... In what fact, I, I make a living from it of an evening. I often. wish now. I mean, I like Jodie. I'm very pleased about Jay Witt, Joe Witt. I wish and now. She's a I, young I, lady. I, I typed my, my granny cheering when Capaldi got the job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put that on. And how many, how many likes would that have got? None. Why can't the young people just get involved with the old guy doing the Why Doctor do you, Who thing? Why, Why can't they use empathy? What happened to that? I know. Yeah. Why do they have to be the same well, yeah. gender, roughly the same age group? I mean, come on. Whatever happened to good old-fashioned empathy? That's my also, catchphrase that I'm uh, working on. I would I like associate it. the elderly with greater wisdom, generally. I'm not saying always. No. But a wise old owl. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I, I want to see that in the I've got one word for you, Brexit. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> A wise old owl would be a great Doctor Who partner. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> it's I, think, bit, I think I think Harry Potter. It's got a bit would, Harry Potter, too, <laughs> wouldn't they? As would Bagpuss. I don't think they've got the ownership on owls. These <laughs> was people. there an owl in Bagpuss? Have I made that up? Yes, Professor Yaffles. But, oh. it, but Emily loved him. Well, that's why I know his name. Oh right. Yeah. Can I, on the subject of gender difference, can I run this by you? I know it's a, it's a tough. What? Look, but hold on a minute. <clears throat> I, I strive my How are you whole feeling, life. Al? I strive my whole life Excited. to be, to be a liberal, <laughs> right? Do you? And I've really? just managed to get. Extraordinary <laughs> yeah. news. I, I'm working hard at it. Ever since that wave from that Labour <laughs> politician. <laughs> and I've just managed to grasp the concept that gender difference is archaic pigeonholing, which is no longer relevant in the 21st century. Mm -hmm. And then I've got to put a picture of my daughter celebrating because there's a female Doctor Who. Don't, don't, mean, no, don't mean no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so You're what's right. going on? What's know. that noise? I'm sorry, I think that's um, the Greenham Common Association uh, <laughs> setting right. fire to the building. <laughs> You've got to say my feminist references are hot <laughs> off the press. Very good. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Don't whisper, it's rude. It is Can rude. Can I tell you what I was whispering about, Frank? Go on. Oh, it's top of the hour, though. So, um, oh, sorry. I Frank. have to say, um, those people whispering are Emily <laughs> Dean and Alan Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> and they're with Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've had a couple of texts in. Oh, um, we've, ouchie. We've just received one from 771. I said just, it was eight minutes ago. Mm. Uh, Emily was talking about Professor Yaffle, the uh, owl from oh. a television show, oh, no. just before the break. And, oh, no. uh, and this text says, Professor Yaffle was a woodpecker, no owl. I oh, know. How could I forget that? Oh. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> You're going to have to press it. 
I got but we've all made mistakes. Know. Oh, yes, sorry. Hold it, hold it. I wasn't a big watcher of Bagpuss because... Um, you were on the central reservation at the time, <laughs> I believe. I mean, I'm, it's bad enough with all sorts of fools now being television stars, but when, when a show's <laughs> built around a pyjama case... <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but when you said that, I thought, oh, I remember the, the source of wisdom being like quite an angular figure. Mm. I don't, I don't like mean, the going back in time and analysing. I don't when it mean happened. I don't mean Angela Merkel. I mean no. very sort of um, not much wood on him, if you know no. what I mean. <laughs> oh no, he was uh, he was in shape. Oh, yeah. uh, Yaffle. No, no, owls. Was... I've, owls are generally stout in appearance. <laughs> no, they mm. love their curves, owls. They yeah, do. They yeah. do. They do. I, I've got to give them that. Yeah. Anyway, so, I, I can only apologise. Very pleased. And I yeah. went out with an owl, you may remember, as I was talking about oh, last course. week. Of course, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so you can stop with the yaffle texts. All right. Take <laughs> it on the chin. You were very happy to join in I with, was. Uh, with Alan's shaming. I, <laughs> yes, I'm indeed. not going to lie, I was, Frank. Uh, well, and I deserve this moment. Well, I've got, one, I've got one lined up now. Surely I've got some terrible error I'm going to make. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ideally. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Ideally. Um, what we need is a ni- nice non-controversial subject to talk about. <laughs> what about the BBC pay structures? <laughs> you want to discuss that, do you? Why not? Oh, I love it. I mean, it feels awkward. Why? <laughs> hashtag orcs. Well, is it hashtag orcs? How do you feel, Frank? How do you feel I- about I'm fi- it? I'm fine with it. You're fine with it? <laughs> I am. Um, I mean, I think as they've... I'm not on it, so I don't care. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, no, but we still love you. I'm no, not sorry. on it. I did. I think I did three jobs for the BBC in that time period, and I got 48 grand for each one of them, so I'm just under the radar. There was some shock. I got it in cash as well, so oh, that I don't you? have to declare it, you know. To be fair to the, B- <laughs> to the BBC, I think they have said, haven't they, that they have been striving and mm. working hard to try and bring wages, some sort of parity between male and female wages, and they've been struggling to do that ever since they found out they were having to expose the wages. <laughs> yes. the Absolutely, yeah. So it's a great motivator. The uh, I'll tell you who I felt sorry for. Adam Wood, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you? Well, I mean, they've taken the best years of his life. Isn't that guy's he... got bags under his eyes. I've never seen the like. They've ruined him. Stinks of fish and chips. And <laughs> let's face it, that t- he looks angry in every single show. Yeah. He doesn't look happy. And it's not... I mean, I appreciate it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money he's on. Is but it? when you What's consider they've taken the best years of his he, life... He's on more than PCAP, isn't he? Is no, he's he? on the same as PCAP. Well, that can't be right! <laughs> he runs a chip shop in EastEnders. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Doesn't he? He but pretends got, to run a chip he's shop He's got a lot of lines to learn. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, that is the, the volume of those soap operas. Is in Letitia no, Dean... Still in Bless the two hundred, <laughs> still in the two hundred k bracket. Nice work, love. Yeah, look, I, mean, I, I think the She's general thing with wages, you get what you can get, don't you? That yeah. everybody totally. does. Everybody 100. does that. Yeah. So, or if you um, can get one hundred and ten, then have one hundred and ten. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Is what, what I think. Yeah, totally. Charlie from Casualty. Oh, he's one of the highest paid ones, isn't I he? I think he's the highest paid actor on the BBC. 
Yeah. He's... Uh, I'm so proud of Remember, he's living in constant risk of uh, MRSA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wears his scrubs and looks anxious. He spends most of that on that hand wash sanitary cleanser, doesn't <laughs> he? That's what he's doing. Uh, one thing, God, well, if I go to a hospital now, I bet I wash my hands 50 times. There's just yeah. a, there's the dispenser everywhere. Why, why, why waste it? <laughs> Grimmer's, Grimmer's 400, Frank. If I know... Grimmer's four hundred. Is that yeah. is that some terrible? Mr. Grimshaw. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't care. I don't care. I don't mind what they're getting. Okay. You don't care. Do no. you think all of them are getting as much as they can? Well, they're getting that's as much the, as they possibly can. Which that's is the, the game. game. Mm. So I did you read what... all of these stories and think, "Welcome to show business, love"? That's yeah, pretty but some much of them are a bit surprising. It. Is yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I, some people I've thought, well, it's a bit like when I see William with Kate. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> doing he, right. he did well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some of them I thought, wow, he must have a really good agent. Oh, it's definitely a battle of the agents to read it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like this idea that they're now going to downgrade men's pay to yeah. put it on parity with women's. You isn't, don't. Isn't the thing to <laughs> lift... Is that what they're doing? Aren't they lifting the women's pay? No. Oh. They're no. taking down the men's. Oh, I've... Oh. There seems to be... Oh, you get a pay cut. Yeah. There seems to be a general philosophy was, well, we can't pay women this much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to take everybody's down. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> and it is. That's saying, but obviously yeah. they're, not, they're not worth that much, so... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Some that of can't them, be right. I mean, I could have hogged Claire Baldin. Oh, oh I know. Yeah. I could have hogged Claire Baldin and offered her agent safe sanctuary in an attic <laughs> before yeah. Claire Baldin got hold of them. Yeah, Claire Baldin really needs to investigate yeah. who Tess Daly's agent is. I think that's. Uh, I think she's on like no, but double. she was the oh, one on, on the whole on the whole <laughs> list. I thought surely. Claire yeah. Baldwin's got that was a low yeah, blow. She be on tons, so. I'm thinking that we might, yeah. maybe should have a collection for. Her. <laughs> we could do one of those two ninety nine a month. What Please about give generously. Yeah, we could. We have a shot of her um, for just one pound a month. Yeah, you we, can get some sort of vague parity for this woman. I think. Why don't we do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Balding in need. We're allowed to start. a... Can we do that? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. No, but she's the one. I mean, I was looking, thinking, oh, yeah, and then I thought, oh, Claire. I did, honestly. <laughs> that and just, Gilbert O'Sullivan. That just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just felt wrong. Mm. Yeah. Kickstart. We could kickstart. <laughs> what do you think? I like yeah. it. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Free justice. Justice for Baldy. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. There's been yes. some funny responses to uh, to this BBC pay thing. I've especially enjoyed the people that are furious that that Charlie guy from is it Holby or Casualty? Is he on Casualty? Yeah. And uh, and people are furious that he's on, you know, such a massive amount of money for pretending to be a nurse. And are genuinely comparing it to real nurses' wages, which I think is funny. It's a good point. It's a good, I no, it's not. It's good. a terrible comparison. Like, do they watch James Bond and think, wow, real spies or, must drive Aston Martins and get paid six million quid per... Or does Peter Capaldi, real doctors, <laughs> yeah, it's just... what they're getting? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there are sometimes... Some people are a bit too stupid for this information. That's the, oh, that's the bottom line. No, Katie imagine Hopkins. if you had I'm to get the same. Imagine if you had it. to get the same as your character. So Frank got the engineer's <laughs> wage. Yeah, yeah, but what is the engineer's <laughs> this is what wage? Some people are saying as if it's logic. Space. 
<laughs> It'd be hard to, uh, to work that out. Whatever it is, I think your agent got you a good deal. Yeah, it's all right. I don't mean actually for Doctor Who. I just mean <laughs> just in, in life. space. Yeah. But it didn't. It doesn't include people who do work for independent companies. Yeah, some people aren't like on the list that are obviously <clears> getting, <throat> getting a lot of money. I mean, I yeah. bet if you put all the money people get, I bet you the highest paid woman in the BBC is Mrs Brown. <laughs> Very good. I would, I would bet that Very is definitely good. the case. You're cast. so, um, you're so yeah. gender fluid, and I love that. I like that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Mary yeah. Berry, who's not on the list, but I bet she's getting. Well, no, that's because it's a production penny. company. I agree. I and think also she follows the Nazarene. Do you know what I'm going to say about Mary Berry? I think Come she's on. having a cake and eating it. That's oh, what I lovely. <laughs> Love that. That Thanks. was quite Steve Thanks. Wright Thanks. in the afternoon, the way we did it. Oh, oh yeah. he's on a packet. Oh, isn't he? Oh. I know, but Steve Wright's been doing that show since the oh, old King. All right. Life. Right, That's apologist. Right. Like, years served should be contributing. The right stuff it? over there. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I, I a trade <laughs> union guy. Years served. This year exactly, served. Exactly, yeah. Last two first out. <laughs> this is like at the boxing when everyone looked to Frank as a moral <laughs> arbiter. We're going to go down the list, and Frank will say, no, no, to be fair, he's done his time. I like Steve yeah. Wright. Yeah, look how okay. much Charlie the nurse has worked his way up. He's still a nurse. You'd think he'd have done some night school and become I'm so a doctor by now. Proud our family friend years. Hugh Quash is on that list. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Um, now I thought this strictly thing, Mike. There was all you know. There was obviously <clears throat> Tess and Claudia, but then isn't it a bit awkward that Bruno and Len two hundred to two four nine, Craig and Darcy one fifty. I know that's going to cause that's going to cause trouble. Yeah, really. I, is it because? Those two do the American version. I think. And I think so. they get some sort of extra because oh, they're international. Laurel Arbiter's done it again. International Maybe. stars. Okay. And also, Darcy's new on there, isn't she? So that could be lasting first out. Like... And also, Bruno, um, he doesn't get a chair. I don't think. No. <laughs> I just can't imagine Craig as the type to be like, you know, say no, la vie about no, it. No, I think <laughs> there point. might be a bit of fuss about it. <laughs> yeah. It could be handbags at dawn Still about that. keep Darcy like. Bustle on her toes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Come on! <laughs> That's why I'm getting the big... Bo- oh. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're discussing the battle of the sexes here on uh, Absolute Radio. <laughs> no, we're not. We're discussing... Well, I suppose you're right. It is a bit of that, gap. but it's also... You never hear of the battle of the sexes anymore, no. Yeah. Whatever well. happened to? Not really. But it's also but about... it's still going on, ladies and gentlemen. It is. <laughs> it is. As we found out this week. And there's also some, you know, some strange payments going out as well. i tell you what, though. The, the word... Broadcaster. I, I have seen myself described as a broadcaster and I've never felt so ashamed. You don't <laughs> like broadcaster. Why do you hate it so much? I can tell you broadcaster. Frank doesn't like anything other than comedians. Oh, yeah. Does he like comics as well? A broadcaster is someone on TV or radio who doesn't do any real damage. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that they don't really. I mean, one of those people you think, what? if you had to define what they did, you'd struggle a bit. <laughs> it's a sort of a presence, a sort of being there. Thing. What do they do then? They just pop up on things. Well, they talk, they say stuff, but not stuff you're going to repeat to anybody else. <laughs> so would they pop up on the moan, BBC breakfast? And then they moan that they're only getting 300,000. They don't pop up, they're everywhere. They <laughs> oh, are, they're <laughs> like the backdrop. They're like the extras. <laughs> 
If if we are, if we are um, named characters, they're the extras that are going on. But they are. Okay. It turns out, and I thought, fair enough. We need the. You know, you need a. You need a bit of. You need a set. Yes, to work do. against. Mm-hmm. And good luck to them. I mean, good luck to anyone who's making a living. Yeah. But when I see what some of them are getting <laughs> for basically reading out loud. It is yeah. reading out loud, a lot of it. Yeah. And I know reading out loud has become a rarer um, talent than it was <laughs> maybe 30 years ago. <laughs> but even so, I, I, I think it, even more of them for their good fortune. I like the idea that many people across the country saw these fees, which some of which are eye-watering, and they would have gone, for yeah. crying out loud, whereas you read them <laughs> and thought... For reading out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about this? What about this for a complication? Um, Alan Shearer's on half a million a year. Is he? Is he? Okay. Which? Well, it said four hundred to five. I think. Oh, with those weird ones to four nine five nine nine. Um, Good shit. Oh, you now here's the thing. Alan yeah. Shearer's agent is a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. So should we say, yeah. should we celebrate her tenacity and know-how that she has got... That She's a got woman, in the big box. A woman has gone into this so-called, you know, this, this bastion of um, maleness mm-hmm. and um, put her foot down and, and got in the top dollar. Yeah. Ha. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what they started. That was the BBC offered. Do you mm. think the board of the BBC are just massively relieved that Jeremy Clarkson's gone? Because it would have been even more oh, yeah. eye-watering were he to have remained. Cause Do you think so? I think he had even more than Chris Evans. And no think, one's got more than ever. I think Chris Evans' fee included like an extra bonus for nearly killing Top Gear, didn't it? Wasn't that the, like nearly killing the producer? <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. t- I, I want to know something about Alan Cochran's life. Oh, yeah, me too. Because he'll be off to Edinburgh soon. Never mind I, Alan Shearer. What Edinburgh about Cochran? Soon. I shall be pint. Yeah, how much do you get, yeah. Al? For Edinburgh. Oh, Chris Evans. <laughs> As I said earlier, I did three gigs. I got what about when Chris Evans actually asked people that on air? Can I just I say, I've just seen an advert for Ross Kemp's new series, <laughs> which is called Extreme World. Yes. <laughs> And I, he did extreme gangs and extreme prisons and extreme... And yeah. I think what he's done now, he's got a lot of stuff left over and think, what I need is a catch-all title mm-hmm. for all this extreme material. I've got it. <laughs> extreme world. And he could put anything in as long as it's extreme. extreme. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Was he wearing a tight-fitting black T-shirt he with was? sleeves rolled up three times? And I'll tell you someone else who wore vest? it well. Did he have the no, just, just the black over? T-shirt. Sadly, he okay. didn't have um, 20 embassy tucked in the sleeve. Sometimes one of, those, had a Timberland. Um, one of those Middle Eastern scarf things that he's got. Oh, yeah. The he still ones. Oh, yeah. Al, you've got it in one. Tim- Timberland. Timberland. And jeans, but not faded jeans. Still quite dark blue. Right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he dry cleans them. He dry cleans his jeans. Yeah, he seems no tight. way, yeah, nobody dry do. cleans he's, he's jeans. Ne- he's never on camp. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Trade I love Ross Kemp. He's a top, top guy. <laughs> anyway, he? we should go over... He is. He's really good. Uh, we need to go over to the life of Alan Cochrane. He's got some stories. Yes, I'll bet he does. The life of Alan Cochrane is um, up and down at the moment. Pre- Why? Previewing your stand-up. You know, the new stand-up, when you're trying it out, mm. it's... 
up and down. You know, there are many broken... It's a boulevard of broken dreams. I find that I go through phases with uh, the invention of new jobs. I'm sure we've talked about many of your stony ground moments over the years, haven't we, Frank? Well, but of course, there's many, also, there are many to choose from. Also the victories as well, but... I think what happens is I have an emotional thing. When I invent a new joke, I have hope, like, oh, I think this is going to really work. And then I have a weird moment of paranoia, thinking, hang on, that came into my head too easily. I'm really worried it's somebody else's. Oh. Sometimes I will then Google the joke to see if it already uh. exists and people are saying, I saw so-and-so say this yeah. and it's great. And then I try it and, and it can sometimes lead to just total disappointment. I'll give you an example. Okay. Because oh, I good. can see you. Oh. Look, I Do you can know, see when Frank you, sa- when you said that, Al, I've never seen such childish glee on a <laughs> yeah, man's yeah, yeah. face. <laughs> and that makes me happy. Let me just make myself comfortable in yeah. this chair. Well, yeah, me too. I'm settling when down. When I thought of this joke, I thought that is going to be one of the best jokes in the new show. I'm really looking forward to trying okay. it out. And I've tried it out, <gasps> I think, three times. Okay. And let me tell you, before I tell you it, it has died. It has just got nothing. Ouch. Do you want a genuine response? All three times. And then once, one bloke laughed like it was the best joke he's ever heard in his life. So how can you judge it on that? Well, maybe... If everybody hates it but one guy has... I was talking about the pain of tattooing. Hmm. And I said, you know, it's strange, isn't it? People are scared of the pain of being tattooed, but the pain is the same whatever you're getting tattooed on you. It's one of the few times in life that an adult is exactly the... Is exactly the same amount of afraid of barbed wire and a butterfly. <laughs> nothing, nothing, except for this one guy. <laughs> and I'm delighted to say I've had to drop it in favour of stuff that is. <laughs> play a song, Frank. Play a song. Hurry, hurry. Go on, hurry. No, but I'm, I'm not in any hurry. I had such high <laughs> I mean, when I thought of that, I really thought that's going to be the one of the best in the new show. It's a cruel business. I mean, oh, brutally it's, cruel it's at times. It's a complicated joke. <laughs> now you see why these people get the top dollar. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute radio. Ian Engel has texted about my joke. Uh, first of all, he said perhaps transfer that joke to another show. You know, like transfer. transfer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he said, on second thoughts, no, Alan, right. you could make that the Edinburgh tattoo joke. Oh, which, okay. yes. That's I mean, I think good. I will have other Edinburgh tattoo jokes in there. Oh. I've got other tattoo jokes that are oh, working. Okay. But the reason that I picked that is because of self-flagellation for entertainment. I just... I, I still that... don't understand why people don't... Okay, admit, but can I one explain bloke, to you? One bloke in... And I remember the room very well. It was upstairs in a pub in Manchester mm. and I was doing a gig and he absolutely loved it. And I even said to him, you know, no-one's like that so far except you. I think he, he must have misheard it. <laughs> Ow, ow, I'm, which, which I'm actually clutching my stomach, Frank, <laughs> agony. Well, I, I, you know, it's very, it, it happens that, that oh. there is, um, you have to separate the wheat from the chaff. How did you feel as a fellow comic 
I mean, I'm obviously a spectator here, which well, is I a can, wonderful position to be. I can already as... predict how Frank feels okay. about it. Gleeful. Le- gleeful. How was <laughs> no. the emotion? No, it's a mix. It's a mix. What's the emotion running through your head? So when Alan says the joke and then he says butterfly and <laughs> barbed wire. <laughs> butterfly and barbed And then, barbed. well, let's go over to Frank's mind, like numbskulls all working. What are they doing? Um, well... I think I think it's great that we. T- I mean, I've talked about many failed gags on here, so I don't, yeah. I don't feel bad about it. No. I think I, I'm excited by the process because I do know that when people go and see um, the Cockrells Edinburgh show, it will be absolutely top notch. And I yes. like I like the process. I like the ups and downs and yeah. and that thing when you really believe in a joke, you can't wait to tell it. <laughs> You're straining at the leash and you tell it and just get nothing. <laughs> Told you, there's a gleefulness. To it. Okay, can I explain my confusion? Is sure. the butterfly? I mean, I'm just saying, I'm no People expert. People get tattoos of butterflies, and they wouldn't hurt if I they were on your arm. But barbed wire would. But that's maybe that's a rose. The central premise. I associate that more. I mean, but I'm a no Akora. I'm more the Sam. A rose would here. hurt though, because then barbed wire and a rose—they're reasonably similar in their pain thresholds, aren't mm, they? Exactly. Oh, I see. Aren't they? I mean, what you're doing is you're making it worse. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think we could make my joke worse, but you have. (laughs) I'm quite happy about that. I like that that you've workshopped it down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so useful in writers' rooms. And, of course, the tragedy of this is Alan can't tell us about the jokes that have worked because he doesn't want to preempt them. Saving them for best. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the front room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But anyway. there are jokes that are working. So wouldn't you keep it in now that you've tried it on no, us? No, we won't keep no. that in. Well, let him no, decide, no. Frank. He no. might do. <laughs> no, I'm trying to help. <laughs> the, the only way I would keep that in is for stuff like this. If I was to discuss yeah. how hard it is to write jokes that work, I yeah, would keep could, it in for you that. You could workshop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to. No. Yeah? I'm just, you know... And now work, you've got a little PS that stuff. I made it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> need a marketing campaign it's quite hard to do you like what, for the show yeah it's quite hard to sell a stand-up show just as like another you know i'm an all right stand-up better than all right i'm a good stand-up at the edinburgh festival but you think that's a description that loads of people are going up with it's mm. not really a marketing campaign I think is it? a lot of people know you are though. i think i need a gimmick well, now you've gone uh, on the Instagram. Well, you've got a beard. You know, there's those he's, people he's that on have got Instagram. a hat. <laughs> I regard a beard pretty much as a gimmick. Is it a gimmick? <laughs> or is it just laziness? No, it's a gimmick. Nowadays, now that the, it's so often accompanied with no sock. When well, I got, they used to have it in spotlight with beard, without beard. They when did. I, um, when I got my hair cut yesterday, the man offered to trim my beard a bit, and he trimmed the moustache bit, and then he leaned back, and with a very satisfied air, he went, you can have ice cream now. Hmm. Welcome to my but world. Meaning, like, it won't all get caught in your moustache. Oh, I thought he meant that Abraham Lincoln ate a lot of ice cream. <laughs> I thought he I've you. often dreamed of the beard with the no moustache, like the Amish, the Amish beard. Oh, it gives me the creeps, doesn't it? Hey, but that could be a publicity thing, couldn't it? If I went you for could an call Amish it no beard. I, what's the title of your show? Alanish Cochranish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like me. that. Oh, I thought you could have called it. Um, no moustache or something. No moustache. Sans moustache. But, but pictures of you with a beard and the no moustache. <laughs> OK. It would have been like the... Hang on, uh, that's your publicity for me, for my show. No moustache. Just let me write that well, down. I'm, you know, I'm thinking no of my moustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, it, it'll be top notch. 
Anyway, I know it. Well, yeah. fingers crossed. No, I don't need to. I know. But as long as you keep that joke out. Yeah, yeah. Keep it out. Yeah. yeah. Keep it out. I'm actually well, keeping it separate from the rest of the jokes, <laughs> just in my head. It's in quarantine. I'd say like so much, Bob Boyer, it's in no man's land. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I look forward to hearing the ones that worked. What about that? Me too. For a nice, uh, positive oh, ending. so lovely between you two. <laughs> oh, dear. There was part of me when you said it and there was that silence. I wanted to go, bum, bum. <laughs> Well it done be, for resisting, It would darling. be one of the most inappropriate bomb <laughs> That's a bit <laughs> fine. Yeah, <the> <laughs> Who says comics can't be friends? Exactly. Was it Lee Max said to me? The sort of friends that, that go to your birthday party but they wouldn't get to your funeral. Oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know quite what he meant by that, but... Um, I haven't been to Strange note to end of the show off. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't but, the last link. Surely. But I love a strange note. It, <laughs> it is, me. that's it. Oh, my. We're ending on Lee, Ma- Lee Mack's funeral. That's the, uh... I'd rather end on barbed wire and the rose. <laughs> I could do it again if it helps. It wasn't a rose. <laughs> it was a butterfly. You've spoiled it. I haven't spoiled it. I've re-workshopped anyway, it. Anyway, look, George Godfrey is up next. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for listening today <laughs> and um, you best bring on the feathers quickly <laughs> The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio back Saturday morning from 8 tune in live for the full Frank experience Absolute Radio